0: Hey, Leo, it's good to talk to you again.
1: Hey, Teresa, good to talk to you, too.
0: Yeah, so I think uh, probably the most exciting thing to come out of the September event was the new Apple Watch. Is that a fair assessment?
1: That's completely a fair assessment. Yeah. Other than maybe the 10 R, but that's more interesting from a business perspective. But like as far as product that they actually released, that was most interesting. Out of the four devices, I would say the new Apple Watch Series four is the star of the show last week.
0: Yeah, for sure. What were the major features that they unveiled?
1: So the biggest major feature was health related. So they now have an ECG, a very basic one on the Apple Watch. It will use the crown and the back of your wrist as a way to take a measurement, the electrical activity of your heart. It's very basic. And they also showed off that they got support from the American Heart Association, FDA, which you can say, I think the FDA thing is a big deal in being the first step towards really making the watch a health device officially. Um, But I don't, I think it's a big deal more in what, doors it opens necessarily than than it being a big deal. Like, well, it's the Apple Watch is going to be everywhere as far as health. I don't think it's at that point yet. But I do think that this is the first step towards that. And it's really interesting to see the Apple Watch transform itself. I want to watch that first video again when it was talked about because it seemed much more of like a social iPhone replacement. And now it seems much more health focused. And I think that's Definitely the biggest deal about this new watch is the health features, and I think they're going to continue to invest in health technology into the new watch uh, as they come out with models.
0: I found it a little weird that, like, an association and the government kind of gave it a
1: gold star. There's obviously the marketing angle to that, like, oh, look... Even the FDA and the American Heart Association like it. Uh, I think the American Heart Association is probably much more marketing than it is. But the FDA thing, I think it's the first step towards allowing the Apple Watch to be used in much more official health purposes, if that makes sense. Your health insurance company is going to start Charging you less if you wear Apple watch so it can have access to your health data and like crap like that. Like, or you're going to go to a hospital and they're going to be like, you need to wire this Apple watch every day so we can monitor your issues you're having with your heart. I don't think we're that yet, but maybe in five to 10 years I could see that being the case that the Apple watch becomes the official health device that's used um if technology keeps getting better when it comes to that in the watch if that makes sense
0: yeah i mean i feel like i'm usually the one to bring up the creep concern but that sounds kind of creepy
1: i have know people who deal with really horrible health issues and they constantly have to have their blood sugar checked or they need to have their heart rate checked or they need to have their blood pressure taken every day so I see the other angle of that, and I think the convenience factor of having a device like that do that all for you, as opposed to having your finger pricked all the time or uh, having to be poked all the time to make sure that you're not going to die. I'll take the Apple Watch over that any day of the week. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, in that you have a choice. I mean, kind of like what you're describing, I could very easily see like like you, will will health insurance get to the point where like you have to wear this? Well,
1: I don't think that'll ever be the case, but I think the financial incentive to have an Apple watch, that's like more of a generational thing. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, but maybe in f- 30 years, you know, insurance companies say, hey, if you're going to pay for health insurance, well, health insurance is a whole other they, it's a different
0: animal. but I, I mean, I just think about like with the different times when I've like shopped car insurance, for instance, a lot of these places now want to say, oh, well, if you if you let us put this monitor in your car, then you'll get charged less. And, you know, we're going to keep all this data and everything. And it's like, mm, no, thanks.
1: Yeah, no. I I understand that completely. So I think the health insurance thing is less so than perhaps helping people who have real serious health issues. Uh Monitor whatever metrics they need to monitor to stay healthy. So, I mean, like diabetes is a great example, right? Like, if they can get blood sugar monitoring on an Apple Watch, um, that'll help a ton of people, especially children who have that issue. So, like the ECG thing, I had looked up, um, it's not even available in uh, WatchOS 5.0. You have to wait till they release 5.1, I believe. So, that might be in another month or so. Um, But that that is the feature, I guess, that they're moving towards is being able to share like a document with a doctor. And, you know, it's one ECG, like typically when you get your heart examined, they're putting like 10 patches, 10, 12 patches on you. So you're only getting one patch, which isn't don't expect everything, but it's something.
0: Um, The other thing I think I saw was that it gives an alert if you fall down.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I mean, that's just another thing where I'm like, yeah, like that would be really nice if you had uh, someone elderly that would, could wear this um, and it automatically calls 911 and perhaps our emergency contact. I believe that's what it does. Um, I can see a lot of benefit to that.
0: I mean, it does sound cool in the sense of sometimes when I go out to exercise, like I don't bring my phone, I don't need extraneous stuff. But there is kind of that fear of like if I'm riding my bike and someone runs me over, like,
1: And I'd also be curious how they tested yeah. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, employee, Apple employee, we're going to push <laughs> you off this ladder.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, and I saw some people kind of talking about it and saying, so what's the difference with that? And like, if you're drunk and it's like you're staggering around and you fall, is it going to call somebody even though he's just being
1: a moron? Right. I think you have an ability to like cancel it. So I don't think I don't think it's just a matter of like, oh, like we feel a lot of movement. And I think it's more like you've they feel the movement and then you're completely not moving anymore. And then it'll like give you a tap probably on your wrist to say, hey, you better get up or we're going to call emergency. Um, probably more like that. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. But if you're like, drunk, you stagger home, we'll probably, you collapse
0: into bed. You you don't respond to the tap? I mean, are, is the emergency crew going to be there when you just need to sleep it off?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm curious to see what how they're calculating the difference between, like, just falling, uh, like, purposely and, like, falling yeah. accidentally, I guess.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, like you say, especially for the elderly and, and different things. It, that does seem like a cool idea. Right?
1: <laughs> and I'll post a thing on the notes about... There was a doctor who answered a question on the uh, Apple Reddit about what the ECG actually means. Um, And I think he's bringing a little bit more down to earth about what this actually means uh, as opposed to uh, making it like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I I think it's a good first step, but it's by by no means a replacement for an actual ECG. And I'll put that in the notes.
0: The rumors were that the Apple Watch was going to have a bigger screen looks like that happened, correct?
1: Yeah. So now they're coming out with, they're actually changing the sizes. So the old bands will work, uh, but the size of the watch is different. Uh, they're coming out with a 40 millimeter, which will replace the 38 and a 44 millimeter, which will replace the 42. So I will be getting a 40 millimeter cause I was on the 38. Um, and I think what I, read online what a lot of people said is that the 40 millimeter screen is actually bigger than the 42 millimeter oh. watch screen. So the old so that's how much mm-hmm. bigger the screen is. That the smaller watch actually has a bigger screen than the old larger watch. Um, so I have my 38 millimeter bands. I'll still be using those, which I like that I have to change my bands out. Well, Cause I did actually my first watch the original apple watch i had a 42 and uh when i ended up getting my series one i switched over to the 38 and um so a lot of my old bands didn't work i had to pretty much give those away yeah the more the bigger screen is definitely going to affect a lot of apps we're going to kind of see the effect that we saw when we saw the six come out and the fact is I have to take advantage of that more screen to look more updated. And we're also going to have the ability to put more complex, uh, complex complications on the watch. So a complication is like when you look at a watch face, you'll see little things that will show the temperature or show your calendar events. Um, we're going to be able to add more complex complications. It looks like on the watch and the uh, Apple has some videos to show how to do that. Um, I think that's pretty cool that we can do that. There are some really cool watch faces. They have a infograph screen or face uh, as well as a breathe face, which whatever, I don't think a lot of people are amazed about that, but the infographic screen allows you to show as many as eight complications on the screen. So that'll be like, that's a lot of information will be interesting to see if it's actually useful to a lot of people. For me, it is like I use the modular face or I'll use, Something like that, because I like to see a lot of data. I want to look and see the temperature right away and how my activity is and what I have next on my calendar. That's essentially what I use the face for. If I can't do that, then like, what's the point in having an Apple watch? So um, I think a lot of apps can take advantage of that and take advantage of the ability to put more complications that have more complex complications on the screen.
0: Are there certain things that because you couldn't have as many previously that you think most people will want to have on there all the time?
1: I think weather, like a lot of people will want to have weather on there. A lot of people want to have their calendar. Those are usually the top two. If you're really into fitness, you'll want your activity. They also have this infograph modular one where they can show graphs on the screen. And then here's the infograph uh, analog, I guess you could call it. So you can see a lot more complications. So I I've used the modular one before but not with the little graph in the middle that shows heart rate history. So I'm really curious to see what we can do with that as far as developers are concerned. Um, and then you got like air quality, I guess, and UV. I don't know how concerned I am about that. Not in the northern climate. <laughs> right, right. Look, I just want to know, do I need to wear a sweater or can I wear shorts? That's pretty much what I use my Apple watch for um, every day. So, yeah, I think. Uh, that to me is like a big thing with with the Apple Watch is that screen and being able to put complications on there. I'd love to see what I could try out um, app wise on the on the Apple Watch.
0: Yeah, I could see, too. And like, especially we were talking about China and stuff like the smog index or, you know, the air. Right,
1: right. Like if you're if you're in a big city like that, especially China, like, yeah, you want to know how the how the air quality is that time of day. So we'll see.
0: One of the things I've noticed when I'm in like meetings with people at work and stuff is it seems like the people that have the watch are always like messing around with it during the meeting. Um, is there a way to like turn off the notifications or things? Or is that just like that these people are choosing to not pay attention?
1: They're choosing not to pay attention.
0: Yeah. I, I, because I, I just find it strange that it's like, it's not subtle.
1: <laughs> you know? No, it's not subtle. I, I yeah, I, I try not. I mean, I definitely don't do that in meetings. So I choose, like, for instance, we're doing this podcast right now. I mean, I, I consciously choose to make sure that I turn off the, um, Notifications when I'm in a meeting. And I forget, like, I'll be honest, I forget to do that. So I think it's just a matter of, like, yeah, remembering to do that yeah. when you can. The other
0: thing I think I saw was, like, about people that you could have, like, pictures. Like, and I, I think one of the graphics I saw was, like, so you could have pictures of your friends kind of surrounding the watch face. And I'm like, what? I mean, like, did maybe a teenager would want that, but I, I'm not a really A parent sure. would. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish I could put more photos on my watch face, but, like, the stupid photo watch face is just, like, all you can do is put a photo in the time and maybe one complication on there. It's like, mm. well, that's stupid. Like, that's not what I want. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could actually put more photos on my on the screen.
0: Well, I guess maybe the reason that I found it strange was the example that they used was you can put pictures of your friends, which made no sense to me. Whereas if they said you could put pictures of your children or your pet.
1: Yeah, you know, but that, parents are, don't have as much disposable income. So, yeah, I can see where that why they would do that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I, I I always find these things interesting. Like, who who are you targeting here? Because it all just it just seems strange. Yeah, yeah. With the new watch, you get excited. You maybe want to create an app for your business or your product. How how do you know if
1: if you should do that? I think anybody in the health or fitness business. I should definitely consider putting uh, an app on the Apple Watch because the uh, abilities and the market there, the market is there and the technology is there. It's just a matter of implementing that. And I think there is, um, I've developed on the Apple Watch and it's definitely viable if you are doing anything in those two spaces. I kind of call them two spaces because I see health as being... Tracking people's health who just want to maintain what they have in fitness as opposed to people who want to track their activity. So there's that. I think besides besides that, I think anything time based should be on the Apple Watch for sure. If you're doing a timer, you're tracking anything like, yeah, it belongs on the Apple Watch. If you're already on the iPhone, anything that does complex notifications, you can probably do it without an app because there's been a lot of additions to the. API for notifications, but I think that if you want to do more advanced stuff, you might want to consider doing an app on the Apple watch when it comes to anything notification based. And then if you can utilize a complication, so something that people want to keep track of throughout the day, they want to be able to look at it on their watch. That's where being on the Apple watch is, I think, very useful. And while I don't think we're quite there, I think we're going to get to a point where people might just want to bring their Apple Watch without bringing their phone. That's also where I see the Apple Watch being useful for an app. If you could see a case where you have an app on the watch that people take with them without having to bring their phone, because we have that Apple Watch Series 3 introduced LTE. So uh, I've heard mixed things about that. But still, we're going to get to a point where Apple is going to see the Apple Watch as a solo device that doesn't necessarily need the iPhone. It's not going to happen next year. Probably won't happen the year after that. But probably within the next five years, we could see that.
0: Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but it makes sense because there is kind of that somewhat redundancy in the sense of like, you still have to carry around your phone, but then you have your watch too. And
1: like we had said, this is kind of the big year for the watch more than it is for the phone. And I'm kind of thinking that we're going to see that for quite some time that unless they come out with some great revolution in the phone, I don't want to say the phone is not dead, but matured perhaps is what I want to say. I don't see where the phone can go next. But I can definitely see there's a lot of room for the watch to grow. Does that make sense? So, yeah, we'll see where things go as far as the uh, Apple watch are in the future. And uh, I'm still interested to see the sales on the 10R as well.
0: How many people will have a watch? Do you think because I'm just trying to think of like, is it worth if you have an idea for a product and you're like, hmm, the Apple watch would actually really fit with that. Is it are enough people going to be using it that it would be worth like developing something for it?
1: I think that we're at a point where if you're going to do it, now's the time to do it. I think four years ago or three years ago when the watch first came out, um, I wouldn't say so. But I think now is the time to do It's to really look at getting uh, an app on the watch because that market is going to continue to grow.
0: If people because there's like non Apple smart watch things, right? Mm hmm. Yes. What the, what's the correct term? Is smartwatch the right yeah, term? Yeah, smartwatch. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, are those, do people use very many of those? Or is it if you're going to get a smartwatch, you're going to get an Apple?
1: You know, my fear is more that those watches are not sustainable in the market in the future, in the same way that like dumb phones really, <laughs> like that market has dwindled, right? So, a good example is like Pebble. Uh, Pebble was a Kickstarter campaign. It really got popular, and then it kind of dwindled away and got fit bought by Fitbit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if dumb watches yeah, they're not dumb, but how do I put smart watches that aren't as robust as the Apple Watch are sustainable in the market, um, especially if like people are going to keep buying like the cheaper Apple Watch. I could see how that might be more enticing to people who are iPhone users. Uh, This other thing is like the Apple watch, you have to have an iPhone, right? To, to have one. So is it really like sustainable? Once once you get to being able to buy an Apple watch without an iPhone though, like I could see that starting to eat into other sales. So just like the numbers on Apple Watch when it comes to comparing it with others. They they own the smart watch market and they're it's continuing to grow. They're never honestly it's like when they first were released, they tried to compete with Rolex and Miga and all that, like the more fancy watch brands, but it's really like they're creating the smartwatch market that never was there before. And they're continuing to grow in that space. And then that space itself, the whole smartwatch space is eating into the luxury brand watch market. And of course it'll never do it completely because people who love watches really love those mechanical style watches. But uh, to people who are easily swayed by, having a device that has all that data data on there, um, the Apple watch will just continue to eat into that market.
0: It just makes me wonder, I mean, kind of back to the expense thing, you know, I had some relatives that I was talking to recently and, and she had gotten, I think it was a Fitbit, you know, a lower end Fitbit and she was happy about it in the sense that, you know, attractor steps and different things and which is what she wanted, but it was kind of like, that was hard enough to pay for. Um, You know, so I just feel like not everyone has loads of cash. And so I kind of wonder where that line is with some of these things where like even though people do want smartwatches and these different technologies, like isn't there still a space for the less expensive devices that don't do as much, but people just kind of want them.
1: I think there will always be that space for that. But um, it's a matter of in five or 10 years, will there still be a space for that? Um, And is it sustainable in the future? Like what's Fitbit? Where's Fitbit going to move from where it is right now? And if they don't last for more than two or three years, like that's an even bigger issue.
0: I just wonder because, I mean, I, I appreciate technology that works and, and you know, technology, I'm not afraid of technology or anything like that, but it also doesn't like thrill me, you know, like I don't get up in the morning. I'm not going to set my alarm for two thirty to buy an iPhone or anything. Yeah, you. right,
1: right. Um, totally. So, I think that's most people.
0: Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I guess it's weird for me and I'm also. Stingy, you know, all
1: right, that's stingy. You have a bunch of like, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm normal. I, I just, Yeah. Okay. So,
1: (laughs) I mean, you don't have to like apologize for that.
0: The reason it's relevant is like I said, I'm thinking about if someone has a business idea, if they have an app, they're thinking about doing and it's for like the average person. Is it worth maybe the development time and expense to create something for this device that the average person won't have? Or do you think it's common enough, though the watch is getting more common and will then over the next few years, that it is worth kind of putting that money in initially to de- develop something?
1: I think people who own Apple products, and I don't think I'm crazy for saying this, tend to be people who use their products more. Um, and are willing to spend money on a good app that will help them do what they do throughout their life. Does that make sense? So do I think it's worth spending money to develop an app on the Apple Watch? Yes, because your app is going to be used by those people If it's within those markets that I have stated before, health, fitness, especially, and then perhaps like notification time based, anything that people view on the watch. I don't think that was true a few years ago, but I think the market is now big enough with the Apple Watch that I think now is the time to do it and get get moving on that sooner rather than later. And I also think that if you look at the numbers, a lot of people in the last year, bought a Series One watch, which is in fact the cheaper of the watches. It's only 150 bucks, I think. Which, yeah, it's more than a Fitbit, but it does a lot more than a Fitbit, anyways. And um, I think a lot of people, more people, I think, purchase the cheaper Apple products when they can. We had talked about this in the previous episode about the Mac Mini and the MacBook Air. I think people know that Apple makes quality stuff. Um, But they also try to find ways to save money when they buy that stuff. So that's why you're going to see people buying 10 rs or maybe this year might see people buying eights and sevens and such. So there's always I think there's a divide between the folks who want to buy the latest and greatest and they're just Apple fanboys and they don't even care. And there's people who know Apple makes good products, but they want to get the most value out of their money. When you build an app like you just need to make sure there's a market there of course, before you do anything else. Um, But know that when you develop for Apple stuff, people just tend to use, are going to use that stuff more. Um, And going back to what we had talked about before, uh, I spent like you know two hundred dollars on a computer. Like I'm gonna get two hundred dollars worth of computer out of it. I have to put time in it to put it together. It has to make sure it works. I have to install the operating system. If something happens, I have to fix it. Things like that. Uh, with like my new iPhone that I bought, like I it's gonna work. It's gonna work fantastically. It's gonna be fast. If I have issues with it, Apple can help me. Um, there's a lot more handholding. There's a lot more support. There's a lot more um just things working out of the box that you can tell the difference in the, what you spend your money on um uh, you know I'm a little bit more I used to be a person who'd spent be a little bit cheaper but I've also and at a point where it's like I've spent uh I've been cheap with stuff and have had to repurchase things uh, and end up spending more money because of the cheap stuff that doesn't work rather than just spending a good deal of money on something that's good quality and then having it last a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Just kind of a a follow-up question with what you're saying a little earlier to clarify. So are you saying, do you think that people that use Apple devices are more likely to pay for apps as opposed to the free ones?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. I can say that uh, like, I can say that easily. Yes. Like going on the Google play store and putting stuff on there and expecting people to pay for it is a lot more unusual. Um, and then Apple has recently, we've talked about the developer videos they just released concerning the new products. But one of the big things that they've emphasized is they are trying to move people to a subscription model on apps on the iPhone. Um, and I think as a developer, I think that's probably a smart thing to do because your business is a lot more sustainable. If you are uh, expecting revenue uh, through subscription model, as opposed to just in-app purchase or just buying, like the days of releasing a free app and a paid app are gone. Um, You just release maybe a free app and then charge a subscription for more features. I think that's probably the way things are going to go in the future because it's just a lot more sustainable. And we've seen a lot of companies move on to that subscription model. And I know a lot of consumers hate that, but if you're running a company and you're paying people every year, that's a lot more easier if you have sustainable revenue to do that and keep upgrading your apps.
0: So are you saying instead of like buy this app for $5, it would be pay a yeah, dollar a month?
1: I think so. Yes. Yeah.
0: That, that's interesting. And I would also think then it would make people maybe more likely to try them out. So you're like, well, I don't know. I'll pay a dollar this month and see if this thing
1: does what i need it to do we talked about like plex for instance their subscription model and i bought that through the app store and then there's a couple other apps that i use that i use a yearly subscription uh for those um and they work really well
0: well and i could see for health things too right i mean if you maybe you're just going through a time where you want to monitor something so maybe you just want to pay for it for three months pay attention to what you need to pay attention to and then maybe kind of just leave it behind. That's really exciting. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that because I, I, I've never paid for an app. I'm just going to be honest.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, and I mean, if you don't use a lot of apps, why would you pay for an app, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. And also just for like, and it's so dumb because it's like it's five dollars or whatever. It's not like it's a breaking the bank or anything. But I just feel like, eh, I mean, I don't know what.
1: I'll tell you this, though, like you you use a free app like you're paying for it one way or another. Uh, if that's giving away your privacy or if that's having to watch ads or or it's VC funded or whatever, like nothing happens for free. Right.
0: Cool. it's been great talking to you, Leo.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Good talking cool. to you, too.
0: Yeah. See you around next time.